Nightmare Hardcore Radio, exploring the world's best hardcore punk and all the various subgenres. For the next two hours we will enter a world apart from the rest. The time is now. What's up with that? Let's start jamming. Welcome to, fuck, <laughs> I gotta check what episode it is. Um, welcome to Dead Air. I'm gonna figure out what episode it is. This time I have a good excuse, and you guys probably know, because hopefully, like, all y'all are keeping safe at home because um, of the coronavirus. Um, a lot of y'all are not working right now. A lot of y'all are in lockdown. Um... I just want to say straight up, um, if you listen to any of the past episodes, like, I apologize. Like, you know, it wasn't, I still mean it when I say, like, you want, I want you, everyone to have a good, like, uh, balance of fear and, uh, and just like a, in common sense and just like be, like, don't be too crazy. Don't do stupid shit. But also, try try to calm down when it comes to it. But it also, it's hard to, for anyone to say calm down when a lot of people are out of work. Like, I'm currently working 15 hours this week and have to figure out what I'm doing for the rest. Like, I'm doing as many, like, podcasts and stuff um, for the Spotify, trying to keep everybody full of content trying to do as much as I can because I'm because I don't know what's going to happen um I might be bombarded with work um when this is all over and I just don't I don't know what's going to happen it just you know plans are not what they seem so this is episode 86 of dead air this is the lockdown edition um you're going to hear some other, like I said, some more podcasts this week um, on Spotify. I'm going to trying to do some uh, special editions, maybe even do 
like see how you guys like it so i can maybe start a patreon just want to get some more uh listeners out there of course but uh if you're listening for the first time welcome you're listening to dead air two hours of hardcore radio we are a radio show first if you're listening to podcast or live we are radio first we do we try to do it as live as possible and uh we play hardcore tunes and we talk about them and it's pretty simple i don't try to go super in depth because i'm i am all over the place as a human being but we have uh been a show for so long i want to carry on that tradition forever or as long as i possibly can um been a show through many hosts so i want to uh continue the tradition of dead air because we've been on for a very long time as a a radio show and i want to keep that alive but we also do podcasted shit as well and sometimes I repeat myself, I'm not the most professional person. I am just a dude who likes hardcore. So thank you for listening if you are listening. Um, we also talk to guests. Um, today we're going to be um, talking to Adrenaline, a band um, from Baltimore, out uh, Baltimore area, Maryland, on Flat Spot Records. Um, they put out a uh ep on flat spot a little less than a year ago and we're going to talk about that kind of their brand of music which kind of just takes me back to uh days where i uh used to rollerblade and you're gonna hear in this interview where basically he's like rollerbladers suck but that's fine i'm cool with it i i'm used to it doesn't we can be friends i know you I have plenty of friends who are going to give me shit. So, you know, my inner, my interviewees um, can give me shit for it too. Cause it's like, obviously I used to rollerblade. I made ramps. I was, a, I was a weird little kid with my windbreaker pants swishing down the road, um, going off our ramp, which we called the faux show. If anybody, uh, my old friends listening, the ramp was called faux show and, it was painted a really awful puke green with a white uh, fucking um, with white spray paint. Uh, that's a for show. So really fucking horrible. Shout out to Puyallup Rollerblade Crew. Anyways, so we're here to play music. So that's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna try to give you as much music during this uh, quarantine time as possible so you can listen to it i'm sure everyone is consuming a lot of different media for those who are stuck in their houses and for those who have to go to work anyway who are working stores warehouses construction just uh please be safe out there so we started off with a new band from seattle called end of days with past members of a ton of seattle bands um, I'm trying, I'm trying to, th- it, we have, um, there's wreck. Um, they're not really Seattle anymore, but we got RJC and, um, as well as a ton of others. Um, I don't want to, you know, get too into it because like a lot of the band, like it's a lot of sharing members that have 
either been in a band for a temporary time, but it's like it's musicians that have that have come together and played in tons of different bands or subbed in bands, but they're all very um, talented musicians. I talked about it when I saw them live for their first live show. I wouldn't. I don't expect anything less than like perfection from this band just because they're all so good at what they do and they've been in so many bands and like I know uh, Landon who I was in a band with at one point in time it's like you gotta have a bunch of shitty bands at some point so you can get to a good one I'm like but to be fair there he's been in quite a few good bands in my opinion um, but it's a su- it was a super good band uh, it is a super good band. Uh, I wrote an article. You can check it out on deadairhardcoreradio.com. Um, this music kind of is reminiscent of Cold as Life um, and Crown of Thorns. And I'm I'm really digging that vibe. Um, Seattle is always pulling from a East Coast style, which I'm, which I'm down with. And then uh, we're going to play another song kind of in that same vein a little bit with a very East Coast style, but has that West Coast attitude. Um, band called Lead Dream from Santa Cruz, Bay Area. Actually, Bay Area's got their own fucking thing when it comes to heavy music, of course, um, with Hands of God and Tsunami. Also, I think Tsunami... I'm going to check the Twitter. They, they were like... They're like... I think they offered a... Uh, fucking two hundred dollars for a to for them to release a song i'm like that's a you know you might get some people i guess that's a hustle you might uh some people might get evicted but i guess they're gonna they're gonna have their fucking tsunami song fuck it um but lead dream it's a fucking hard ass name their record their um ep titled mortal vices they're fucking it's a hard ass um looking um artwork dude having like fucking looks like looks like a ton of like I talk about shocking hardcore and this has a ton of like electrical wiring in like stuck in this guy's fucking head um looks like he's screaming and it's a it's a gigantic head that might be powering a building it looks like scientists are looking over it somebody's gigantic fucking head getting lit the fuck up um looks like there's some sort of maybe like a skeleton army below that uh, possibly but i love lead dream as a name i love the fucking artwork and this is really cool um malachi who's in um a bunch of uh different bands um scowl to name to name a couple uh jawstruck who we did um who we did an interview with that you can check out on deadairhardcoreradio.com um i'm a fan like this is just good bay mosh music so we're gonna get to that then we'll uh i think we'll play a few more songs and see where this uh where this episode leads this is gonna be just a lot of just music to just uh get you through um whatever you may be going through and uh also 
I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a hot mess when it comes to talking, but I'm always down to listen. So Dead Air Hardcore Radio um, on Facebook, Dead Air and WCZ, and on uh, Instagram and Twitter. Uh, seriously, if you're going through shit, I'm, I, I'm, I would love to listen, and you know, I'm always not the best at communicating, but I, I want to try to help out people and talk through we can all talk through our shit together during this shit uh this shitty time so we're gonna play identity theft by lead dream and i definitely fucking um feel these lyrics check them out listen to them you know fuck the bootlickers eat the fucking rich Let's play some fucking hardcore. We'll be back. You're listening to Dead Air, two hours of hardcore radio. Chains Collective. I felt like I was watching a dream I'd never wake up from. DIY clothing you can't get anywhere else. Now you have something to look forward to after you die. Information at flowerchains.us
All right. We're back here listening to Dead Air, two hours of hardcore radio. We started that set off with new music from Sector. They have a record, a their second release, um, four songs on an EP titled The Virus of Hate Infects the Ignorant Mind. It came out at the perfect fucking time just last week. Um, just self-titled as a Midwest gangster shit. So a lot of like wigger hardcore with beat down East Coast influences. A lot of stuff like kind of like I talked about with the end of days and has a has a cold cold as life uh aspect to it and a lot of cool attitude i love the fucking artwork with the with the bulldog with a fucking chain and a little like trench coat with the like looks like a or a cape of some sort red-eyed fucking pissed off bulldog i'm i'm all about that um type of shit so from chicago check it out um i almost want to buy a fucking tape from them if they have it because it's super sick um after that we played some music from constrict uh they have new music out on uh flat spot records members of god's hate vimakara disgrace forced order and a ton more you really hear like a hard uh a heavy um, amount of that, like heavy fucking beat down with death metal influence that all those fucking bands have the death metal versus some of kind of the metal core. It's real fucking good. So you can hear all the styles of that um, music. I think there's a couple more that I think there is. I think might be members of momentum too, but I'm not a hundred percent on that. I thought it was, but can't quote me on that i'm sure but i for sure know god save vamakara disgrace and forced order so check it out flat spot records and uh yeah we'll have a uh, adrenaline on the line in just in just a mo- in just a moment uh the singer from adrenaline and uh i'm having a i'm having a moment sorry Anyways, um, what was I, what was I getting at? Whoops. Fuck. (laughs) My bad, guys. So, oh yeah, Constrict, we played Scourge. After that, we played a band from Scotland, um, called Revulsion. They have, um, a record coming out April 10th, um, titled enough to bleed that's just some modern fucking heavy beat down kind of what i've um talked about before i've had a lot of those bands in the past and um trying to keep it to break it up because i was hearing too many of them but i do um enjoy like if i'm gonna hear like something that's like clean and modern i'm like i like it through a, a euro lens um Definitely a lot of it gets more metal than beat down. Um, and sometimes more metal than hardcore with some of the more popular bands. And seems like they do pretty fucking well over there with that brand. 
from what I see when I'm like looking through some of the shit and some of the bands that they play with and are like build up on like magazines and fests. So good on them. Um, check out revulsion single out now record out April 10th. And before we get to our interview, we're going to play song from homie band. Um, my coworker and my somewhat boss, um, Ray, he was on the show like oh, almost like two, like over two years ago now. Fuck, I can't believe we've been doing this for over two years now. That's weird to even think. And we're only on episode 85, 86. That's how much, how many breaks we fucking take sometimes. God damn it. So he's in a band. Um, called cut out has a lot of, um, various like, uh, 2000s metalcore and uh, hardcore influences, some late, some late nineties in there too. A little bit of like nods to indecision, most presses blood and a lot of nods to like some of the modern stuff that's coming out. Um, like a lot of the sanction typecast, um, and, um, knocked loose stuff stuff and stuff between the 2000s and the modern the new modern uh metalcore boom that's happening right now so check it out um we're gonna play such a prison they put out a video for it and we put we uh link that on our website deadairhardcoreradio.com i say it a lot because i want y'all to check it out so we're gonna do that never talk to singer of adrenaline just a minute, you're listening to Dead Air, two hours of hardcore radio. I want to be- Oh! 
up, motherfucker, this is Bebear Mashup, telling you to check out the brand new Bebear website now. Go to BebearHeartRadio.com for all podcasted shows as well as news reviews and content you can't get anywhere else. Go now or feel the wrath of my cold, hard robotic legs been kicking you straight in the face. Hey, man. Hey, can you hear me all right? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, dope. All right. So, adrenaline mixing riffs of my childhood with modern hardcore. What's up, man? Uh, well, name, How are you doing, man? Do your, say your name and uh, what you do in the band. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, my name is Jack Compton, and I sing for adrenaline. Hell yeah. So, uh, what was it? What was like the the main idea when you with this with this band? Because I hear, like, seriously, like my I hear my entire like the entire new metal section of the Tony Hawk Pro Skater catalog, as well as Incubus mixed with new stuff. So what's go What's going on? Yeah. So. You kind of hit the nail on the head there. There's a there's a lot of influences that go into it though, because that would be really selfish of me to just be like, yeah, that's all, because that's definitely where it comes from for me and even our drummer Phil. Um, but you know, our we have a guitarist Joe. He's like really into punk, and that's just what he grew up with. So we try and you know like incorporate some of that influence. But I mean, ultimately, when we started the band, I think some of the names that were thrown around was like Helmet. Uh, definitely Incubus, definitely Glassjaw. Like it's kind of all over the place. Like any anything from the '90s and early 2000s that we all grew up listening to has kind of been compiled into this band, and we're just trying to narrow it down and kind of funnel it all through what our vision for a sound and aesthetic really just is. And what what would you say is your main? Um, what would you you say you coined that that late '90s, early 2000s is the aesthetic you're you're heading for? Yeah, exactly. Like, basically, we were like, yo, let's start a, let's start a post-hardcore band that's got influences of, you know, like, modern hardcore. Um, even even new metal, I don't really want to say that too much because, like, I, ultimately, we don't want to sound like, you know, like a new metal band. Nothing against that because, like, I grew up completely obsessed with it, and I still, to a degree, am. And like I said, like, the influences are definitely there, but I feel like, yeah, you know, I guess it's fair to say that. But yeah, for sure. New metal, post-hardcore, hardcore. Just find a blend between that all and just, you know, rock it. New metal has been repackaged in some in some weird ways o- over the last, like, five years. Has like Yeah, absolutely. The last decade, it can be, like, like, really hit or miss. But I feel like that's, like, same with, like, the 90s. Because, like, a lot of people like myself were, like, you know pretty young pretty young during that time so either impressionable or look on it look back on it with rose tinted glasses so like some of right. it some of it's like cringy like like you can t- ask anybody like nobody accepted fucking biohazard as an actual like hardcore band at conception right what whatsoever exactly. yeah so i think with my case when it comes to talking about new metal it's a little, it's a little different than people my age, and I found that out a lot recently. Talking to more, is five years old. Like, I was so it was like 1999, 
And my dad was taking me to OzFest every year from 99 to like 2004. So I just like was in it. You know what I mean? Like I was like heavily influenced by it at a very early age and it never stopped. Like just never did. Especially because like you were saying, even video games had the soundtracks and it was just like, it was from all angles on my life. And it just always stuck with me. And up until like I was 18, I didn't even find hardcore. Like there were some metalcore bands and hardcore bands that were like, I guess adjacent to it that I grew up listening to or I saw at an early age that caught my eye. Like, I think of bands like, you know, Biohazard, Hatebreed, even bands like Walls of Jericho, obviously more metalcore, but that's like, that was my life growing up. And this band was really an effort to kind of like, just rekindle all that influence that has always been there, but I never really had an outlet for it. And, you know, the people that are in the band with me, they all have a similar, at least adjacent to that sound like influence so it just worked because like like some of the riffs i when i when i hear a certain a certain style like you have like this it there's like um trip pants metal like metalcore and then this but this is like this is like some of these so i'm not metalcore i mean uh new metal and then we got you got what i imagine is Cargo shorts, short T-shirt over long T-shirt, <laughs> puka shell, weirdly shaped Oakley glasses, jumping the fuck up during during yeah. an Ozfest set. I love that description. Incredible. It's a, it's a, it is. And some people on uh, some hardcore fans, you know, I know they they turn their nose up at it, but they're like. There's also, I feel like there's a tasteful way to, uh, to go about it. Cause you can't say that like, m- like there is a little bit of new metal influence and in a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of hard, a lot of hardcore, a uh, lot of modern hardcore happened a lot in the nineties too, without people wanting to even admit it. I mean, I mean, er- I know- mean, 2000, 2000 bred earth crisis slither record. So let's. Let's not forget that. So whether you like it or not, it's it's the influence has always crossed over in one way or another. Yeah. So one of my favorite, um, and you know what sucks about what I'm about to say is I don't even know if this is 100% true or not. I've just seen it said uh, through interviews and stuff like that about uh, Glassjaw when they, when they did uh, Everything You Want to Know About Silence. So Ross Robinson, like one of the producers involved, said how one of the things that they wanted to do was basically prove to like, quote unquote, the Adidas tracksuit metal scene that like music in that way could be better. And even that is influence. You know what I mean? Like even trying to like say like, Oh, we're going to do it better or we're going to do something that's like not as cringy or not as whatever word you want to use corny, whatever. Like even that is influence. You know what I mean? Like whether it's like, specific like oh we want to sound like this no it's like they want to do it better and to be honest that's kind of the vibe that we have and i'm not saying we like derive that from them but i'm just saying like going into it it was like yo like these influences can be there the aesthetic can be there as long as like we're just having fun and writing music that's genuine to us and again like i really see adrenaline as a filter to our influences and it's like our influences go through it we let through what we want and how we want to express ourselves musically lyrically the vibe everything 
And I mean, that's really it. And our filters made up of what our influences are. And, you know, new metal is definitely there. Post hardcore is there. Hardcore itself is there. Like we're all, we've all been going to shows for like probably six to seven years at this point. And, you know, obviously that's not as long as like your old heads, but you know, I'm only 25. So it's like, I started going to shows, I think a little late. Cause I was like 21, 20, 21. Cause I didn't even get a car till like later. But regardless, like all those influences are there. Like I, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and just, and I, I'll accept what um, your glass draw story is truth. Cause a lot of us out here uh, in the world accept accept things like that, um, even if they're not true. So I I want to I want right. to believe that's true because I like I like that story. Until some until, yeah, I'm gonna remain ignorant and let until somebody puts the proof in my face that it's not true. I want to say that's true because it tracks a and b. That's I love I love that. Yeah specifically for like the the time um that he you know that he said it so uh because i know there's a lot of hardcore people who who don't like glass draw in that way too or won't give right. won't give them a chance because of kind of the approach and that's the same with people that um you know your name's adrenaline they t- people talk shit on um on deftones and i couldn't i can't do it i'll ne- that's, that's yeah for sure I I don't know what your take on that band is, but uh, I've always oh, grown, I've always grown up love, loving that band. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, no, Deftones is. Um, I mean, they're a, a heavy influence on the way that we want to push the band too. Just because it's like they're a band that's kind of transcended the whole new metal genre tag. Whether I mean, obviously, there's people that will say they are, they aren't, whatever. Like at the end of the day, like their influences are the same. Like they're there as well, whether they want to even admit it or not. But like I said, at the end of the day, it's like bands that are just doing what they want to do and they use themselves as filters and they're allowing the influences to show and they're not afraid of pushing their own boundaries, but obviously remaining genuine to themselves. Like that's more inspiring than any genre or any even band itself. But yeah, of course, that's one's a huge like band for me growing up. Like still yeah. to this day, the band can't do no wrong, honestly. Uh, and I can see like where you can be like, you know, a punk person and be like, man, this doesn't do anything for me because it doesn't go to my sensibilities. But I don't know. Say, say I can't, I guess maybe it's just where I'm coming from. I, I can't see anyone legitimately listening to that and calling it trash unless they just right. don't yeah. like, unless they just don't like, um, guitar music at all which is then, right then they're that then in there that's fucking fine but like i don't know that's just it it's just um i guess that's alien to me even though there's people that's that say it's alien to them that anyone would like um deftones which is I'd right <laughs> but uh anyway. yeah no deftones is just yeah fantastic band in, in every way like absolutely. So, how has this um, translated um, to people that you've uh, that you've talked to and played with the music that you make? So, I feel like we're still in a really interesting spot because the band is still very new. the The demo EP, whatever you want to call it, the the release that we put out um, hasn't even been out for a full year yet, and we've really just been trying to do like two things. One is find our own like place 
because it's definitely a different sound in the sense of like, you know, we uh, all of us in Adrenaline minus two of the guys, like we all come from Queensway, and that had a very specific place in the in the world of hardcore music, whether you like it or not, like it has its place for it. Adrenaline is definitely less, I guess, accessible in that way, but it's more accessible in our eyes of like what we want to do with it because it exists more of its own thing outside of kind of just, and I don't want to say that Queensway is like a band that's like not carving its own path or is following the footsteps of other bands. But at the same time, I guess, I mean, I guess you could see what I'm saying without having to go any more into that. But with Adrenaline, again, we're just trying to find our own place. And all of our friends that have helped take us on tour and even get us on shows and stuff, like we've had an insane amount of fun. And all that has been so far for us is just us finding ourselves more and more and more and inspiring us to write and just, again, like find our place, which is one of the reasons why we're so excited about the future of the band right now. Because after all the touring we've done, all the shows we've played, we've done a lot of different stuff. And um, we're just, again, we're just finding ourselves right now and finding our place. And um, I mean, that's really it, like currently for us, where we see it. So we're just trying to find it. Do just kind of like put ourselves on the map on our own way and carve our own path through it all. And the idea, do you want to always have that place exist within the world of hardcore? Cause some people, um, you know, depending on what style they go, it, it sometimes just right. goes r- right outside the realm. Um, especially like, like with new metal, um, like the dudes in, uh, drown made their own band, did their own band, you know, made sentence to burn and there could be, farther outside the realm these days right so when i think of bands like that to me that doesn't really like when they started that other band that felt like they were like really trying to stay outside of hardcore and if i'm being honest i could never see myself like specifically trying to not be involved in hardcore and that's not a knock towards them in any way it's just in my eyes it's like i go to hardcore shows all the time i love it i live for it it's just become a part of my everyday life and really, in my opinion, like, as soon as hardcore kids stop caring about it, that's when it's outside of hardcore. You know what I mean? Like, we're just always going to do exactly what we want to do. And to me, playing hardcore shows is what we want to do. We'll also do the metalcore stuff, too. Like, if, if that spot's there for us. Because, like, you know, we, the last tour we just did, and it's the last thing that we're doing until the newer stuff comes out, we just did, uh, like, 10 days with Sanction. And in my opinion, that couldn't be further from outside of necessarily what we're doing right now. But, but it was still a ton of fun, you know? And that's, and that's the thing. So, cause you're, you're like, right. You're like right in the middle. I'm at, I'm at the, uh, as far as like the age range, I'm, I'm at, I just, I just entered my thirties. You're in the middle. You're right there at 25. So I've, I've gotten to that point where I'm not sure what, every like person you know under under like 23 is like is like digging so some but right. some but like some rooms like as far as like the uh i remember one of the knock loose tour like one of the knock loose tours um go going in and all the kids were just somebody turned on like limp biscuit and the entire like venue erupted and started started yelling the lyrics and it was all people 
you know, from high school to early college. And, right. <laughs> and it's just like, so I think there, there is something there. And then, uh, but like there, there's like people like, I, it's just a weird, um, it's a weird thing. Like I can, I can see like a ton of young people being like, that's cool. But also on the other hand, young kids can be impressionable and have those older people be like, Oh, that's total crap. Right. Exactly. So that's why I think for us, one of my main things is just, again, like doing exactly what we want to do. Don't try and overthink it and be calculated. Just genuinely express it, you know? And like the people who like that will, will be there. I mean, I would love to turn a ton of people onto like the good sides of that specific genre of metal. And that's ultimately like a goal of ours. But at the same time, like I'm not out here trying to convince your hardcore kids and your punk kids that are like live by it. And that's like their main and that's like, they're all to be like riding for adrenaline. You know, it's like either they like it or they don't like, that's not going to bum me out because there's so many subsets to hardcore. I mean, there's so many different styles and there's so much. That's like one of my favorite things about it is how diverse it is within itself. And again, at the end of the day, it's like, I'm just going to ride with, everything that we're already doing and just figure it out as you go. You know, I don't want to be too calculated. Like I'm, I'm so pumped on your, on your merch too. Cause I can't, I'm like, I, I can't wait to get some and look like a, and look like a two thousands new metal dad. Like just I love sto- that. <laughs> sto- like someone who's stoked to take their kid to Ozfest. Exactly. That, That's so funny. Cause that was literally my dad growing up. Like, like li- couldn't be further from that. Hit the barbecue and then hit the Ozfest the next day. That's that sounds like yeah. that sounds like the dream right there. Love that. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying to catch my, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think right here. I lost, I lost my train of thought thinking about barbecues and. uh and Ozfest. Don't blame you. I can talk about Ozfest forever. Yeah. Um Flats Flat Spot Records though. I talked about it last week. I had um Akil from End It um right. on the on the show and uh I just talked about like literally there's one theme um I get from most of these releases and sometimes I know with uh with people who uh do record labels, sometimes they they know exactly what they're doing and sometimes they did it unintentionally, but like it's, it's, it's pretty cool. Like how almost every record has something super unique, catchy and like anthemic about it. Like you guys have your own um, thing and it's completely different from the re- like the rest of your, um, the rest of your counterparts on this label. But it shares the same type of um it shares the same type of just catchiness and just like kind of really gets um you know it just gets in your ears and it doesn't leave you you like the second you hear the song you know it's you know it's you same with like and it doesn't take too long to like really absorb the music it's just it it hooks you in like um the end it record super quick um it was super like super catchy like it's for 
each band, it's like everything you want from that type of, um, you know, every, that type of music. Yeah, no, I mean, I really appreciate you saying that about Flat Spot, just cause like, obviously we're our homes there and I couldn't agree more. Like Ricky and Che, the two that run it, they both have like a really specific ear for like what they like. And, um, I could definitely see that. And now that you mention it, I never even really thought of it the way that you explained it, but I definitely can see that. And um, I mean, that's one of the reasons why it was always such a label for me when I got into hardcore. Anytime they would put something out, I would automatically want to listen to it and check it out just because it was flat spot related. Because I knew it was, even if it wasn't something that necessarily was what my, what I was like ready for or wanted to listen to, you check it out, you're, you're going to get turned on to, something about it you know what i mean like there's always something for all the bands they put out that's something cool so i didn't even talk about like geographically wise you guys you guys where where do you lie in maryland are you closer to baltimore or are you somewhere else i don't know maryland at all besides baltimore i got you so um two of us live in a town called dundalk right outside baltimore city um one of us live in overly which is i guess that might be Baltimore City, a neighborhood in Baltimore City. I'm not really sure off the top of my head. But um, our, our guitarist lives in the city, and then our bassist, TJ, he actually lives on Long Island in New York. But we, we uh, like Dundalk, where we live, that's like, it's so close to Baltimore City to the point where, like, all the venues are only 15 minutes from my house, and I'm just always at the shows. And I actually used to live in the city for a little while, but recently relocated. But yeah, so it's, the Baltimore area generally. And yeah, cause I, I talked like, in, like I said, in the last episode, just like the, like Baltimore having like a distinct like sound and still, even with like your certain, like, you know, like your certain guitar style, you can definitely hear like, there's still something Baltimore about it with at least the vocal. Yeah, of course. Like you still have like, you still have a New York kind of hardcore like inflection in what you in what you do, like exactly. I mean, again, that's why earlier when we were talking about it, it's like hardcore is always going to be there, regardless in our style, in our in the music, and every in every way. It's definitely always going to be there until until hardcore kids hate it because they don't think it's cool. You know what I mean? Like that's that's literally the only reason why we wouldn't be doing it. I mean, some, you know, some riffs, some riffs, you know, you know, belong, like, like, it's cool. Cause it like, you can hear Baltimore hardcore, but you can also hear, uh, playing at, playing at the early two thousands kid rock concert, not <laughs> specifically, not specifically early two thousands. Let's not, let's not get into that. Let's not get into that country vibe. I've already talked about yeah, that on course. another episode. I know what you mean. <laughs> but know no, exactly the, what you mean. I think it's like, oh man, it's a, it's the vibe that I always like you like you said, you have a hardcore intent and it's the vibe that I always like like want. Uh, it's like the vibe that I always wanted out of out of, out of like like alternative new metal cuz like right. because like you know we all know, and I don't, and I don't want to talk too much shit on it, but like, like there's like, oh, these songs, these, you know, these songs, these albums are cool. Then you go to the concert. I'm like, I am not having a good time with some of these people. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. 
I think one one thing I find interesting about the comparisons to, uh, I mean, the specific era that adrenaline always gets is that when I, so like when I was growing up, that style of metal and alternative metal, whatever you want to call it, like that was just always there. And then for me, when I got into hardcore, it, there was a moment where it just became so clear to me that it was what I always wanted to be listening to, but it was just never exposed to me. And this band has really become a mix of that where it's like that feeling I got the first time I was listening to a hardcore record or the first show I went to and realized how chaotic it is. But then mixed with the, the style, the songwriting, the vibe and aesthetic of the alternative metal that I grew up with that like, that's why to me, hardcore is never not going to be at the forefront of what I'm doing. Like, yeah, I, I complete, I completely like understand like this was this, the style of riffs, like I said in the beginning, the sound of my youth, the sound of, um, an unfortunate teenager, uh, or tween, um, do, uh, you know what? I'm not, I'm not ashamed. I, I used to, I used to, I used to be, I used to make ramps and rollerblade like straight up and bump Let's shit go. and bump shit like this. The singer of face wreck did that LDB shit with the, with the rollerblades. And I was, I was happy. Uh, that is so funny. <laughs> like I saw him just like, him just like fruit booting it in a little circle. And I was just like, I was like, yeah, that was, I was so, so happy about that. But, oh man, you know what? I don't, I no shame. Like I was, um, like as soon as 2004 hit, like everybody wanted to condemn and put anybody who inlined in, in like the seventh circle of hell because just because I mean, I grew up skating Dude, I had no. So I, I know, like, <laughs> like I had no balance. I couldn't do the skateboard. So like, so like, yeah. The having having things strapped to my feet, I was like, this is the best I can do. Um, you know, I I did get hit by a minivan once. Uh, but Shit. <laughs> okay, we weren't the smartest. We. We had a we had a cul-de-sac. We put a we uh set up a ramp like that went str- that went straight into another street. Right. And, and then you just hit it. So but but we're like, well maybe we just we just pull the ramp a little <laughs> just a little right. back and maybe we can maybe we can stop ourselves before we hit the street. <laughs> Some sometimes that worked, but yeah, what well, yeah, one time I straight up hit the hit the ramp and then and then straight up my friend one of my friend my friends was were actually coming um to coming over to my house and they they're like a big family and they had a minivan and I seriously just went right in front of them. They stopped but the I hit I hit the hood ornament. Oh the, shit! So did you like end up going over the car, or did you just kind of like get bumped? I I got right on the car. Oh okay. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. No, I I got right on the car and rolled, and like rolled over. 
there was one point where there was a there was a uh I don't even know why we wanted to try to do this, but there was a fence that went into like a drainage ditch that had water in it and we wanted to try right. to, we wanted to try to jump jump that but we kept hitting the fence. And I was just Dude, I I don't even know how you do that. <laughs> on inlines, I would I don't even know. I could never imagine um yeah no you can't you it's that might be what i might have just answered my own question why people hated hated inline skaters yeah <laughs> because they they caught they they did stupid shit like that but like yeah i mean inline i i could see it being cool for sure i just it was definitely like never the cool thing you know what i mean like not like that shit always influenced me but like again i grew up skating so we always made fun of people who inlined just because that's what you did. <laughs> that's just like, it's just like one of, it's one of those, one of those things. Like you just like, you just yeah. hate it because you hate it. And it's exactly same thing with bikes. It was always like bikes versus skaters. And then, and then like inline was also there. No one liked each other. That is true. I, I feel like bikes was like that neutral was like neutral ground though. Like, just like, For no, sure. like people just like, it wasn't the, nobody had like a, an exact like opinion on like, you know, bikes are BMX folk. They just like, they're, they're there. Yeah. I mean, I know, I just remember like at the parks that I always used to skate at, we hated bikes cause they just took up too much space and we just didn't respect each other. That was all. Like, I just remember that always being the thing. Like there was never like actual any like, physical altercations about it but it was definitely like uh everyone we just mugged the hell out of each other it was mad childish but whatever that's just how it was you know probably what? still is i doubt it's any different oh no it's probably not yeah i mean we all vibed out to the same like alt rock bullshit though so at least there's that yeah right exactly <laughs> we can we can unite through through yeah. uh, alt rock and new metal i love that so I mean, yeah, that's uh, that's that's my uh, I guess that's a Ozfest uh, fruit booting. That's uh, that's the life. Yeah, <laughs> we would all, everyone would just drop their shit, go there, and hang out. I feel I feel it. So, uh, what else? What else do you want to uh, do? You want to talk about as far as your uh, your new metal group? Um, I mean pretty much at this point we're uh we're just writing and we're just fucking just getting it all together like tightening it all up and really just putting a sound together that we really 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 like because like the release that we already did we're already over it but like we don't hate it but we're just already like okay this is what we could do better this is what we can do to make this better it, you know what i mean we're like we're already at a point where we're just picking it apart to death and we're just that's it now we're just writing and getting things together just trying to like build on what we've already created i feel it i mean uh more songs like masked out that fucking song that song fucking rules. yeah thanks man yeah for sure it's it's like we just really want to like not hold back and not that we held back on what we did but it really is just like a demo early ep whatever you want to call it like, to us we just look at it like a demo because it's really a demo like a demo of what we really want to do yeah, fucking like introducing more dynamics and vocals, even in the guitar playing, songwriting, everything. 
well, there are some good, there are some gems in this, uh, in this EP. Um, I think it's, I think it's dope. Like, I think there can be some, uh, cool stuff from it. I get, I get it. Like, uh, when you do something like kind of like different and you're, and you're pulling from so many, um, pulling from so many influences, uh, there, it is kind of, um, easy to not be a hundred percent honed in at first, but exactly. And that's what it feels like. Well, I think, I think it can, uh, I think it can definitely, uh, come together. Like, uh, I had, I had, um, Cameron from Jocko on the, on the show, like a few, like a month ago. And like, I heard, I just heard their newest shit and it's like a hundred percent, like, like way more reined in than it was than, exactly than the than the previous stuff and i was like and like he and he admitted they he admitted the same thing that you're admitting right now that it was just like they just did what they could and they're exactly just get it like they weren't a hundred like they weren't a hundred percent on what they're doing and i think that's even for like some of the most like um you know well-versed musicians when you're stepping out and doing something a little different especially if you were like doing just like a straight up like heavy hardcore band um like you guys said you were um and and doing other and doing other stuff like that um doing like the thing that you want to do even if it's been something you've been thinking about for so long it can uh it might not manifest the exact way you you've been dreaming of like the first go around exactly and i think you never really get the exact manifestation i guess what you're thinking and like in real time it's different i i but like i think with all the all the touring and the shows we've played and the time we all spent together we've spent a lot of time just figuring out you know like what it is that we want to hone in on and just perfect that and that's you know like the songs we have now that we're working on it really feels like that and we're really stoked on it and I honestly couldn't wait any longer to put it out, but that's just how it goes. Well, I'm excited to hear some uh, from new stuff from you guys. Um, one last one last thing, since it's been a hot topic, how are, how have you been surviving the uh, the pandemic, and how has that affected much stuff in uh, your area as far as like hardcore shows? Because you guys have a lot more hardcore shows than we like on the East coast than we do, than we do here. So right now our bigger ones aren't even like until like the a month out. So hopefully we're in, there's been a lot of, uh, there just recently was, um, some, you know, bands on, you know, events in our state that are more than 250 people. Yeah. So nothing has happened yet in terms of cancellations. I don't really think it's going to happen, but I mean, honestly, who knows? Cause I, a lot of shit's happening that I have no idea was actually going to happen. Um, I know there's a show coming up this Friday, which is the 13th. I'm not sure when you put this out, but I'm going to be there regardless. Um, yeah, not, no cancellations or anything like that. I mean, just fucking try not to freak out too much about it either. I mean, it's a whole lot of internet shit. I don't really know how much, like how crazy it is. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to underplay it, but I don't want to sit here and be like, act like I'm worried about it. You know what I mean? Like, I just hope it's not as serious as it's being portrayed as. And obviously I pray that no one too close to me gets it. 
no, I completely, I completely understand. Like last, like it sucks because last week I was making, I was like, you know, making jokes about it because everybody's freaking out. And now it's just like sucks because like literally everything is like big events are getting postponed for like six to eight months. Um, yeah, like our and our area had got hit the worst in like the Seattle Tacoma area with some with some dumb shit and like like a lot of a lot of stuff is in Tacoma it's it's postponed till the end of the month and that and then Seattle is postponed within till like uh first first week in April. Yeah, it's it's crazy. I was going to say I think it's like first week of April is when everyone I guess is assuming that things will be back to normal. I mean, I don't know, man. It's crazy. Like I saw that they like canceled um a couple like Oh, they kids like South by Southwest and um, Thrashers thing that they do in Texas. They canceled that. And obviously a bunch of tours. It's like, it's crazy. Dude. Yeah. And I didn't like, who knows what's going to happen? Like weirdly enough, the only thing that's like, that's like here within, within our area in the next two weeks is one, like all local show, like bigger right. all local show. And I'm like, that couldn't happen at the, better at a better time yeah <laughs> like right like, that's gonna be perfect for that local show because there's gonna be no other shows shows to compete or around it so like right so, so everyone just, hopefully everyone just hangs out so, and it doesn't get fucking canceled uh yeah like well i don't think it's gonna hit over 250 for this show but still like that's uh the that that's good luck for them um, but bad luck for right. everybody else. Just like, cause I work in the, I work in uh security and, um, event industry and it's, it's a pain in the ass. Like a hundred percent. Yeah, I bet. Like it's who not, it does like, I have no idea what's going to happen next as far as like how much I'm going to get to work or how much I'm going to have to like relocate my work for like the time being like, it's a, that's true. It's a pain. It's so stupid. Like, and for people who, who like run venues like across the, uh, across the nation and across the world, it's like, it sucks. So, yeah. And even for the artists, like having to cancel shit, you know what I mean? Like, you know about this stuff months in advance, obviously. And financially you plan accordingly with all that. And it's like, even, even for like a ton of touring bands, like if you're not ready to drop a tour and then you just got to sit around, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It sounds like a, it sounds very stressful to, to have to be involved in the cancellations in any way, whether or not you're an employee at the venues or the artist performing, it's, it's a mess. And the whole thing is in this weird limbo of like, are we supposed to care as much as we're being told we need to care about this or you know, or is this like a little, a little much for what's actually going on? But well, I guess we won't know. We kind of got to just sit back and hang tight at this point. I mean, we're in a generation that 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 has a general distrust of the media and what and what we're told. Oh, so, absolutely. So it's so yeah. So when an actual like possible epidemic or pandemic is um, presented to us. I mean, we're told to take the media with a grain of salt and I'm just like, so how do we decipher what we need to, what we need to worry about? Yeah. So who knows, dude, just gotta live your life. Yep. 
Just don't get the fucking virus. <laughs> don't get the Wash fucking virus. Hands. Yeah, well, well, that's the biggest thing. Wash your fucking <laughs> hands. Like, like you can. It's not that. It's not that fucking hard. And the fact, like, that yeah. everyone ju- has been just catching on to this right now is frankly the most mm. disgusting thing ever. Like, what the fuck? Like, like people are washing their hands like they haven't washed their hands in ten years. And I'm like, <laughs> some people, I fucking believe them. Yeah. I'm like, that's just so- keep making memes. Wash your hands, and then like it'll pass. Keep making memes and it'll pass. Uh, that's yeah. the, that's what I'm. That's what we're going to end with. Any final words? On, yes, exactly. Any any oh, you gotta do it. any anything else you would like to add before we finish this up? Nah, man. New adrenaline record. It'll be here before you know it. That's it. Heck yeah! So, uh, Jack, thank you so much, and we'll uh, talk to you later. Yeah, man. Thanks a lot for having me. Absolutely. Listen to uh, Dead Air, two hours of hardcore radio.
Interested in having your band played or interviewed on the show? Hit us up on our Facebook at facebook.com slash deadairhardcoreradio.
Shout out to Jack and Adrenaline, and uh, shout out to those tracks. I love fucking, like, alt-rock shit. It always, like, makes me happy when it's mixed into hardcore. Some people might not like it, but I fuck with it so heavily. And check it out if you're having a, if you want to have a fucking good time, or if you were around, if you were um, young at that point. Or if you were a fan of that type of music, like that's just just fucking fun, and uh, just reminds me of as just a dumb kid rollerblading, like I said. So uh, shout out to Adrenaline, maybe some new music. We're gonna try to talk, not do tour talk very much while while we're in this. Um, we're gonna probably like. Just try to do strictly music. We're going to do some like themed episodes and stuff since right now the future is super uncertain and just the best we can do is just content, content, content. So what we're going to do is, uh, yeah, so we played Masked Out and In Dreams off the Adrenaline um, EP that is out on Flat Spot right now. Been out for a little less than a year, like I said. Um, after that, we played music from Power Alone from California. Don't know exactly where. Um, had that problem last week. Uh, that's a big fucking state. Not to be rude. I just need. I just don't know where y'all are uh, at in California. And I just like, like I said, trying to do as much show prep as I can. But I'm like, didn't feel like uh, just asking the man where in California. So somewhere in California. Um, a little bit of thrash, a little bit of groove. Um, um some straightforward hardcore elements in this band. Um, just, uh, 
some good um, groovy uh, looks like titled as vegan straight edge. And that's true. I fucking, I fuck with that. Cool. I fuck with that uh, heavily. And uh, so, yeah, like I said, some thrashy and groovy elements uh, mixed in with some good uh, punk hardcore um, to make all decent song lengths um, to under two and a half minutes for most of it. And it's a, definitely a full length. Cool, interesting, uh, n- definitely uh, 90s uh, style stuff that makes it look like this would be like almost kind of looks like it would be like a fucking Oasis uh, album cover just from looking at it. Just that's that's one of my just main thoughts, something something along that line um, when I look at it. So after that, we played new music from the Pacific Northwest because we always fucking do that on the show. Vancouver, British Columbia. It's been too long since I've been up there. Love to come fuck visit. But we got punitive damage. They actually came through with change just at the beginning of the month before all this shit went down. So they got one of the last hardcore shows in pretty much um, for for good in the Northwest for for a good second. So almost makes me wish I could have went, but I had to work. Which is equally as important. So, bummer. Um, ho- hopefully, uh, this this new uh, thing just literally just came out, like, um, like just like a a day ago. So, three songs, demo ish, EP ish, something along the lines. Download it for free on Bandcamp. Um, we played the song Imposter, and then from Power Alone, we played a self-fulfilling prophecy, and then we ended the set with World Demise on Flashbot Records, band from New Jersey, with um, a uh, with a three-song demo 2020 on here. Definitely has given me some Hundred Demons vibes, um, mixed with some other kind of more uh, less metally um, mix of some other kind of New York hardcore vibes. So check it out. Definitely has a bubbly letters. Looks like a kind of a, you know, East coasty looking um, artwork. I'm talking a lot about artwork today because I'm, I'm all over the place. Um, so I apologize for that. Looks like some dude with a flag. I'm trying to look in what he was he doing mysterious um fellow with a flag and a beanie um coming coming out of a closet or a a very poorly lit house that's that's all I know so we're going to get to some other new music that's also reviewed on the website com. new music from Jocko we talked to Cameron from the band um and I'm not going to go too much into tour talk. I'm hoping they're supposed to be coming up next month, but who fucking knows in this time? Who knows at all? I don't fucking know. I hope. Um, it would be really cool because I would love to have them play some of this new shit in the studio because I've been dying to get some new shit um, going on in the studio. But 
that's going to possibly come to a halt, obviously, because who knows what's going to happen. Might be shut. The entire city of Seattle could be shut down. I don't know. Um, this will be a strange time to look back after, and the future is, in, is extremely uncertain. But that's why we just got to do what we can and enjoy the music that we have right now. Uh, Majority Rule. Definitely my favorite song so far from them. Um, takes the downset and Rage Against the Machine um, influence to a whole new level. And it's very sonically on point with what they did before with just uh, even more fine-tuned and just look um, like they really got their head on straight getting some... And they have a kind of a real direction that they're heading for. So it makes me really excited to hear more music. And I think you're going to hear more from Jocko. And I think more people are going to be getting into Jocko um, as soon as they get some more new music out. I think it's going to be really good for them. So super excited about that. So we're going to play Majority Rule by Jocko. And then uh, we're going to finish this show because I'm really hungry. I don't know what the fuck is going to be open. Pretty much like nothing. Because there's already nothing really open <laughs> right now anyway. So we'll be back. You'll send Dead Air two hours of hardcore radio.
For submissions and questions, hit us up in our email at our new email, deadairnwcz at gmail.com.
All right, we're ending um, what might be a first of many quarantine episodes. Who fucking knows? Hopefully, we'll see you on the other side of this. Please be safe. Make good decisions. Don't go out. If you absolutely, if you are 100% financially secure and you have everything you need, don't go out at all. There's no point. Please don't. Like, there's no, just, like, stay inside. There's a lot of people going out, like, in the middle of nowhere. Just be safe if you're going out, like, in the middle of the fucking woods. Because I see a lot of people going on hikes and shit and... Like, with no one around, it could be a scary place. Especially if you're wa- or walking around the cities. Be safe when you're walking around the cities, too. Like, and um, also don't let cops push you around. Fuck them. Um, be respectful to all the local businesses. Um, if you can afford to, uh, if you can afford to eat somewhere and get takeout, please do. I got to go to uh the vegan food truck which i want to help thrive because that is one of the main things like food trucks and stuff can still be open and it's a huge thing to support if you have the money and trying my best to do what i can um if you are somebody in do what you can to support and donate to causes that are helping people that are out of work in the music industry in the security industry in the bar industry um, do what you can to support um, musicians by their merch. If you can, do everything that you possibly can. But if you can't, first and foremost, take care of yourselves, please. Um, and then take and then take care of others. That's all we can do at this moment when we don't know um, what's going to happen next at all. So. To get to the music, we got some raw, fucking, crusty, dark punk, hardcore punk from Richmond, Destruct. We've played, I think, a few um, of their songs in the past. This is their third release titled Echoes of Life. Um, Check it out. Um kind of bars some of the songs into the two minute range which is getting a too long for what I would want from this like kind of like a little bit darker toned um, fast hardcore raw punk um, but still very good fucking mean ass music it's mean mean punk that's all that's uh that's good shit so destruct we played wars of attrition then we have some crossover from birmingham alabama kind of has a texas vibe with it with uh crossover thrash death metal um so force neglect we played flesh made steel off the record the poison of the fang just came out just uh, like a few days ago. And then after that, we have um, some melodic hardcore, some sad core. Um, not really. More on, on very um, killing the dream, have heart verse style hardcore. They should definitely uh, 
if you're into that into that specific time in place um, between 2003 and 2008 that is a this is a, a good time that's a good uh, era so then we got some then we got constraint which definitely has the straight like with the instrumentals very terror vibes very early very early uh very early terror vibes um that i'm getting this as a um where is it fuck on a uh, life and death brigade uh just came out at the beginning of march um not exactly sure where this band is from but uh, I think I think they're from Louisville. Same with the Life and Death Brigade, but I'm not 100% sure. No, that's where the label is. Might be where the band is. Not 100% on that. And uh, let's see what we got for a time if we're if we're running out. Hey, stop it. Um, still got a little bit of time, so like I said, do what you can. Don- donate. Um, take care of each other. Um, in the meantime, we are going to be putting out um, a bunch of stuff. I just put out a podcast diversion with uh, of a of the show, which I'm going to do more during this time, and more likely do as much as possible. Uh, me and Devin did a full deep dive on Code Orange timeline and all go from we went record by record talking about it and it was super fucking cool um if you like it we're not experts we just kind of rambled and we went on we went on side tangents but it was still really really fun and we're gonna do me and dev and more friends are gonna do more of that stuff and i'm excited to see what happens like i said the 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 plan is to do that do extra stuff maybe even do a patreon so we can um get more equipment and start doing like where my plan is to do videos and do a bunch of live things in our studio because we have a really cool studio to work with i just need to uh keep the maintenance up because um i get i'm lucky enough to have um someone who's letting me use their studio and i want to make sure i can you know if i can get some money coming in to keep things um fresh get new xlrs get new cables get new mics when i can and help donate to this uh station so please uh please uh you know keep listening supporting you can hit us up on dead air nw dead air nwcz on both twitter and instagram um dead air facebook.com slash dead air hardcore radio and dead air hardcore radio.com great places to go you can email things dead air nwcz we want to hear more bands definitely gonna be pulling from a lot of requests um and probably in the week coming weeks because we we're gonna need it because it's gonna take some it's gonna take some time um to get this all figured out so i'm i don't know exactly how it's gonna work because it's like things are things are gonna get stale because it's all gonna be um focused on the virus unfortunately so we're gonna try to do get as much music maybe that we've missed so please if you have music and you've been interested send me stuff i know there's some stuff i'm still need to look over 
on um, on the email, but deadairnwcz at gmail.com. So please email me. Mess me on Facebook, too. That would be dope. So we're going to end the show um, with some music from Crafter. We talked about that, a little bit about this band um, with MJ on that past episode. Some stuff that I'm not, like, 100% like that I wasn't, I haven't listened to in a while, but it doesn't it takes me back. The production is amazing. I love the, um, I like melodic hardcore and it's been a while since I've listened to much melodic hardcore and I'm like a hundred percent a fan and it definitely has a reminiscence of like, um, comeback kid with that style of production and I'm, and I'm all about it. Um, I like, uh, just uh yeah, it's definitely like a, a high product, a higher production style of um, melodic hardcore. That's reminiscent of just between like late two th- the late aughts and to uh, the early two thousands of of kind of uh, some of the emotion other emotional hardcore um, that came after twenty after the twenty tens in that early tumblr area era so check out crafter unfortunately they're no longer banned this is some of their last material um they reached out to me after we played them um last um last couple episodes ago they let us know that they have some new music and i i was more than happy to play it um like i said they were going to be on tour but unfortunately canceled their um, tour, which was going to be their final tour. So now, um, we just have the music to remember them by and it's good fucking melodic hardcore. It really does take me back to, uh, time. I used to like to think that I was too good for melodic hardcore. I'm not too fucking good for melodic hardcore. And if you fucking hate on me for it, fuck you. I don't give a shit. It's good. It's, uh, like I always have a little bit of emotional hardcore in me because I played in some melodic bands and melodic hardcore style bands. So whatever. That's it. We'll see you next week. Um, till next time, just be fucking safe. Uh, and uh, we care about you on Deader, or I care about it's me, just me. I care about you and uh, hope everybody's doing okay. See you next week. We're listening. You're listening to Dead Air, Two Hours of Hardcore Radio.